Welcome to the Living by Design podcast. My name is Devani. I'm a life coach for stressed out Christian entrepreneurs who want to create a lifestyle full of calm and confidence. I'm sharing everything that I've learned in grad school and through my life experiences to support you in slowing down, starting to see yourself the way that God sees you, and creating aligned lifestyle practices so you can pursue your God-given calling and thrive in all areas of your life. Every episode, you'll learn about lifestyle practices you can start implementing today. Let's dive in. Liana, thank you so much for being here. I'm so excited to have you. Can you share with our listeners a little bit about who you are, your wonderful business? Sure. Yeah. So my name is Liana Pavane. Um, I am a digital wellness expert, soon to be certified coach. And yeah, that's super exciting. Um, and I founded a business called TTYL, which is a tech-free community dedicated to human connection. So I host pop-ups where I check people's phones at the door and we play board games and color and squish Play-Doh. And I bring in activations such as tarot and aura or um, people facilitating their own card games. Um, we've done singers and comedians really runs the gamut. So yeah, that's a little bit about me. Awesome. Fantastic. So before we hopped on, I asked Liana, what would be like a couple of huge practices, like biggest things that she would want to share. So her first one would be her idea and really her practices around igniting your inner child and spending time by yourself. So Liana, can you dive into that a little bit? Yeah. Um, so for me, I think the most important thing and what I tell a lot of people is it's really important to incorporate play into, back into our lives for creativity and imagination. Um, this is something I feel that we kind of forget as adults and we kind of get into the mundane practices of adulthood and waking up and going to work or going to the gym or happy hours with friends and we kind of forget that, you know, sitting around and coloring a book or or just reading or, you know, going for a walk in the park. It can be something simple, but the things that your parents filled your days with after school activities, all of those things, you know, going to dance classes, like I did that or chorus and things. Um, it's just so important because it creates those, these aha moments for our brain. There's actually scientific research that says that if we create the space in our day, that we can make these amazing connections in our in our lives. So like if you're in the shower, for example, and you're disconnected from technology and you're kind of letting your mind wander and maybe it's about the past couple of days or what happened last night or something. And then maybe later in the week, you something else happened and somehow the two mesh together and you're like, whoa, I get that thing now or, oh, I should connect these two people or whatever it is. And if we don't do more of that and spend more time Offline, um, I think we're missing out on a lot of beautiful things that our mind can do to make really cool connections and just do what it's supposed to do. Yeah. Oh my gosh. That's fantastic. And I love what you said about like creating that quiet space to be able to have those connections because if yeah. we don't ever have quiet time, when would we ever be coming up with our new ideas or things that are unique and individual to us, right? Like ideas that are being given to us rather than just consuming all of the time. Totally. Yeah. Um, that's a big thing that I've 
started to incorporate into my daily routine is I implemented quiet mornings, you know, kind of a morning routine or ritual, if you will. Um, and for me, it, I kind of shifted my schedule and made, um, I kind of realized that I felt most rejuvenated if I just went straight to a workout class in the morning. And that's just kind of been my way of getting into my mind and body um, through movement. It's really been helpful for me. And with that, I won't really check my phone. I won't check my phone at all until after I'm ready and like going out the door, commuting to work or a coffee shop to do work or wherever I'm going. Um, and it's just really helped me because I think the most important thing to focus on is this, right? Like that who we are as a person and our physical being, whatever external is going on is secondary. And I think it's so important to first look within our our bodies, our minds, our hearts, and like wake up in the morning and just wake that up first and check in with ourselves. And then slowly introduced the next external thing would be whoever you live with, or if you don't live with someone, it might be a colleague. So waiting until you get to the office and just that first conversation with another, another person before you're introducing, you know, the technology aspect of your day, and you're going to be tuned in the entire rest of your day because everyone's on their computers and laptops and you know, social media and texting friends and making plans. And it's just so overwhelming. So if we can bring in, and maybe it's not a morning thing, maybe it's an evening thing for people, but it's, you know, bringing in and creating that space, which we all do have to have that time to really check in with ourselves. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I love that. I love that. What do you feel like would be, um, some things that people could look at if they're wondering, like, do I need to maybe get more intentional with my technology use or social media, things like that? What would be some things that you would want them to look at? Yeah. I mean, a big thing, well, now phones do have that scary thing that tells us how much screen time we do have. Um, it is terrifying when I get that notification yeah. sometimes. I'm like, oh my gosh. Like, yeah. and even the, I run my business for my phone, but still I'm like, that is not okay. Yeah, for sure. Um, and it's, it's definitely scary, but I think when you realize how much time you are actually spending on your phone and how simple it is to just take 20 minutes less of that to start or even less like 10 minutes, whatever it is, you can do so many things with 10 minutes, right? Like you can write a gratitude list. You can have a mini meditation for two minutes and just breathe. Um, you could color like two little things on a page and just keep adding. You could read three pages of a book, like whatever it is. I think just some people do that. I know friends who I've talked to who just have this little routine for like 10, 15 minutes every day. And they just do a little bit of everything. And it just kind of, it wakes up your mind in different ways by using, you know, your hands or then using your mind and writing your thoughts and things like that. Um, I haven't actually done that before, but I've heard it's really powerful and awesome. And I definitely have done gratitude lists or I write down my fears sometimes if I'm going into something like new and scary. Um, so I just feel like it's so simple to just, when you see the numbers and then realize, oh, I can ease, like people say they don't have time, but the time that you're just relaxing is all probably having to do with technology. So if you just take out, you know, 
a little bit of that chunk, it's just so easy to, and then you'll start to realize how good you feel. And then you'll just tack on more time, more time, more time. Yeah. I think that's a huge part of like, say that someone's wanting to kind of create the change, but they're like, I don't know if I need it. I don't know how, like having a hard time really imagining implementing it. Mm -hmm. I think that would be a great first step is like literally just try it for 10 minutes, 10 minutes a day and give it a week. Right. Like you're, you're, going to feel the difference. You are absolutely going to feel the difference. And something that you said, um, triggered me to think about how I feel like we are always reacting. And I think that's a huge part of consuming so much, but then also just the world that we live in, especially if you live in a busy city and there are people everywhere. It's like, we are constantly reacting to the external, like you said. And so creating that quiet space to just allow and know like, no, this is my 10 minutes. I'm going to direct and guide this 10 minutes and allow myself to just be here and not need to react or wonder what's going to happen. I think that's huge too. Cause like, we're always yeah. at the disposal of someone else. Someone could text us at any moment. And it's like, we're always on the edge of our seats yeah. wondering, right? Like wondering yeah. what's next or who's going to text us or what's going to happen or. Totally. I mean, that's a huge thing with technology and what it did or what it does is, is it creates this endorphin rush that is created by this, you know, external and inanimate object by, you know, the likes that we receive on Instagram or the notifications we get. And it's just, you know, it's a practice and like shutting that out from your life is hard. But then you start to realize when you go out to dinner with a friend and just put your phones away and look into each other's eyes and have a meaningful conversation for two hours, you'll probably end up being three or four hours because they'll just lose track of time and realize you just start to literally feel euphoric just from this conversation with another person. And there's just nothing like it. And I think back to the point also of like being so overwhelmed, I think we're, we live in such a stimulating world. And I was actually talking today with a friend. I was, we were texting and I was like, you know, a lot of friends were off today and we weren't off today. And I was like, I wish I could just lie in bed all day and like watch TV and Netflix and maybe read and take a nap. And then he was like, yeah, that sounds great, but I don't think I could last all day. I was like, yeah, me either. Like, to be honest, I don't think I could last more than two hours doing something like that because I just get so antsy. And it's just like the way we've been wired by technology is like being bored is just so difficult. So to for me, like I've just created the acceptance. Like whenever I feel guilty that, oh my God, I'm about to take off an afternoon and like, I'm not like, yeah, work is always in the back of my head, but I'm like, no the fact that I'm socializing or the fact that I'm allowing myself to watch that one episode because I haven't, you know, indulged in a while. It's like my guilty pleasure, whatever. And I think that's important. Like I'm not saying no technology. I'm just saying have that healthy balance. Absolutely. Yeah. It's like, um, just being intentional with it, being mindful about it. Right. And allowing it to be a part of your life but not your whole life. And there is like, there are, okay. So there's a couple different things that I do that I found really helpful. And I'm a little embarrassed to even admit that I do this sometimes, but I will delete apps off of my phone for the night. Like no joke. I'll be like, okay, it's six 30 or six or five. Maybe I'm going to cook dinner. And I'm like, I don't even want to think about social media. I delete the apps off my phone. And then I intentionally do not reinstall them until after the gym or something like that, because sometimes they are so tempting and like 
we're going to be tempted. So find something that works for you. If that's turning off, you know, deleting the apps or sometimes I'll even turn my phone off and that feels so rebellious, but like so good. It's like, I almost feel like I have to text, you know, my mom and my sister and be like, Hey, by the way, I'm not dead. Like just letting you know, I'm, you know, I'm turning my phone off for the night. But that feels so good to know that literally the only way someone's going to get a hold of me is if they come to my house. Like, yeah, it feels so good. Yeah. I've had a lot of friends do that where they delete their apps and they say it's really, I mean, I don't have, like I deleted the Facebook app. I don't have Snapchat anymore. The only thing I really have is Instagram and I use it so much for my business. I hardly end up scrolling. And even if I do, I like forget to even like anything. And I'm just like, this is dumb and just X out. Um, I like recently did a big cleanse too, where I just unfollowed everyone that wasn't pleasing me. Or I just was like, I don't want to follow any influencers or anything. Like if I want to ever look them up, like they're still there. It doesn't mean I have to see them on my feed. Um, Tell me about that. Tell me about unfollowing influencers. I just, that caught my attention. It was just like, it was something I was feeling, I was spending a lot of time on my business account because I fought, I felt like I intentionally followed brands and, um, you know, quote card people and just fun little cartoonists and stuff like that. Um, so that I could like repost on their, my stories or like comment and increase engagement, you know, and I was spending way less time on my personal one. Cause I just felt like it wasn't like I ever wanted to be an influencer, but I definitely felt like whatever I had curated on my personal was disaligned with who I'd become. And so I just started to shift like my personal posts. And then from that, I just was like, whenever I looked at my feed, I just felt so heavy and like icky. I just didn't, I was like, why do I feel, it was like that feeling of FOMO because I was living vicariously through these other people versus letting my life happen as it should. And like, oh my God, like, these beautiful people in Hawaii, these couples, and like, they already have a kid. And like, what am I doing with my life? I haven't even like met anyone yet, you know, whatever it it was. And I was just so frustrated. And I was like, well, I don't need to be frustrated by this. I can literally just delete this from my life. It's that simple. Um, So yeah, I just decided to, I put it on my to-do list and it was just like, once it was literally written down and like, I had to check it off, it just kind of became a must do. Um, and now, yeah, it just feels so much better. And I never, I never really scroll on Facebook either. It's just full of, you know, life updates of people that also make me have FOMO and, you know, it's hard to get away from. It's not like, oh, because I'm so focused on digital wellness that I'm not going to feel those things. Like, of course I do. It's just a matter of, I just decided to delete it completely. I love that. That's so powerful. And I I appreciate your vulnerability. And I think it's something that so many of us have felt. And I think there's such a balance too, especially as a business owner, because you're like, exactly. I want to follow people so that I can like share their stuff to my stories and, you know, be relevant and whatever. Right. But then it's like, yeah, you just end up, you know, you can end up scrolling or looking and comparing and wishing that you were somewhere else. And in your life and your journey, whatever. And then it just, it creates this, um, just, just, you know, a distance between like, we can't have gratitude for where we are if we're wishing that we were somewhere else. Right. So exactly, I love that. I'm going to do that, adding that to my to-do list. So thank you. Um, (laughs) let's jump over to, okay. 
So we still need to talk about time by yourself, but I also want to make sure that we really share some really useful practices. So however you would like to share about yeah. how you prioritize time by yourself, because what you do is incredible and revolutionary. And I actually just started doing it and it feels amazing. I know. Yeah. So share about, let's start with that. Share about, um, you yeah. time with yourself. For sure. Um, I will say this is something that I am. So I recently got a new job and the reason I started doing these solo, I call them solo experiences. Um, the reason I started doing them was because I was super burnt out in a position I was in last year at this time. Um, and I started working with a life coach, which is what inspired me to become one. Um, and we started creating this practice that I was gonna implement into my life where I would take myself out on a date and, you know, obviously like have my phone on me in case I got lost or like whatever it was, but it was, you know, I wouldn't be on social media. I wouldn't be communicating with anyone. It was like really tech free once I got to wherever I was going. And so I started carving out a night, usually night, a night a week, um, where I would literally just pick an activity and go by myself and do that thing. And it was a lot, like I would curate it from, maybe it would be like from an event, like I use this newsletter called The Joyless Law and like she po posts um, events happening in the city. And then it would be like a way for me to also like build a new community of people that were like-minded to me. Um, and I kind of seek things out to find other things in the city that I enjoy. Like, you know, I love going to the movies by myself. So I did that. And like, I love going for a walk around the park, but I've probably never done it without taking out a picture. So like forcing myself to just walk around without headphones, anything playing, like just listening to my thoughts. Um, I think the scariest one that I did was go to a comedy show by myself, honestly, because sitting in the audience by yourself, you, you know, you're like, they're going to pick on me. Something's going to happen. They actually didn't. I think they felt bad because they realized I was by myself, but like, I, I was like, all right, we're getting a glass of wine just in case that happens. Um, but I, yeah, I've just done, like, I've gone to a dance party by myself. Um, just like really cool, different things that have put both pushed me outside my comfort zone, but also allowed me to look internally and feel a lot more comfortable because a year ago when I was overwhelmed, I was not taking the time to focus on myself. And therefore I was, you know, crashing all like every two weeks and realized I literally in my schedule had zero time that I was spending to myself and I was just going, going, going. So I think my, my mindful mornings and have, was, was a big, um, awakening. Like fr it basically came from that. Um, and that's been like kind of my new way of spending time with myself. And now that my schedule is extremely busy, it's becoming much harder to like carve out that time. And I'm, cause, because I just started this new role. So I'm still like figuring out my priorities week to week and, you know, seeing, okay, where do I have pockets of time? And I think it's more, you know, okay, on my days off, like going to do something just for me and really making that an effort versus just working all the time. And um, yeah, it's just like striking that balance and making sure that, you know, you're spending enough time with yourself on your work, but also with your friends because your relationships are just as important too. I think that's so huge. And I love what you said about it's putting in the effort, like, and that's something I talk about a lot is that like, 
those fulfilling moments and like the restoration, the rejuvenation that we need, it's not just going to happen. Like it doesn't just magically appear in our schedules, especially when we're busy and most of the people listening are going to be really busy, right? So it's like, we, we have to intentionally schedule that time. And so I love that you said that, like, you'll look and see when do I have time? And then you schedule that in and make it happen. Yeah. I mean, literally, like if you looked at my schedule, you'd be like, how, how do you even, you know, like I work weekends now, like I work Saturday, Sunday, and then through Wednesday. And then I come home and usually like do work. I have coaching twice a week from 830 to 1130. I'm like waking up at 630 in the morning. Like I, my pockets of time are very far, few and far between right now. Um, but I really do like, I've still managed like on a day off, like an afternoon to just like, you know, it wasn't necessarily like a solo time, but I just took the afternoon off and just like called my friends and called my family and like caught up with people because that's what I needed in the moment. I was like, I need connection. I need to like foster my relationships. And sometimes that's fine. And it's like, might become one of those things where it's like, okay, I have time to do it every other week. But if you do, it'll just like, I think it'll, you'll be so much better for it. Absolutely. I love that. Okay. So before we go on to sharing all of the practices, I do have one question. Um, so how would you, how would you suggest someone finds balance? Because I love what you're talking about, about like going out and not taking pictures of things, but it's so hard because when we're running a business from our phone and with social media, it's like, we want to be sharing with people what we're doing. How have you been able to find that balance of like, you're going to share, you're on social media, you have a presence, but at the same time, you're also very intentional. Yeah, that's actually, I, oh, well, recently, um, I hired someone to help me freelance and she's really helped me implement an editorial calendar and like all the intentional posts and all that stuff. Um, but mostly, I mean, specifically for like, I mean, I even don't really on my personal much anymore. I'm never really out with friends and want to take my phone out and take a picture of like us at brunch or dinner, like whatever it is. I'm just like, nah, that's not really, that's not really cute anymore to me. Um, like if I'm at a concert, I'm just like, I just want to be here like now, like I don't want to be looking at the concert through my phone, you know, and then you're going to remember the concert through your phone rather remembering the experience and the feeling of it and like the lights and the sensations. Um, so it's kind of like, yeah, I mean, it's definitely tough and like pulling away for people who are, you know, very much in tune and plugged in all the time. Um, but I think just like start the same thing, like just starting small, like just, you know, going out to one dinner with a friend and being like, you know, Hey, let's all just put our phones away. Because I think if you, if you, you know, commiserate with other people about whatever practice you're trying to implement, it'll be a lot easier for everyone if other people are involved. Um, but in terms of, yeah, in terms of balance with Instagram and social media, it's just, I, I usually just, I'm on it like very few, or like not that long every day and I'll do it for like a pocket of time. So like if I have to do my posting I'll go on that one time and then maybe I'll like comment and like some things for like 15 minutes. At least that's what I'm supposed to be doing. It's usually like not at all. Um, just cause I don't want to be on it. Um, but that's, I'm now I'm like the opposite. I'm like, I have to be on it because I'm supposed to increase my engagement. Um, that's <laughs> so funny. But so for me, it's like, 
okay, I just need to, like, I need to get into the practice of literally just setting a timer. And that's like what I've heard really works for people is just like set a timer for like 15 minutes and just do your thing. Whereas I'm just like, I'm in and out. <laughs> um, the timer is really useful. I do that yeah. for myself, actually. I was doing it and I stopped, but I'm going to start doing that again. Yeah. And I think it's one of those things that it's like, I'd rather, like, I usually will go on at night rather than like, I don't want to start my day on social media because I think that just sets the tone for the entire, entire day versus just, you know, waiting until the evening and then just going on and like, okay, checking in, like your friends, like, what did you miss? Your friends probably sent you memes on DMs, right? And like, you probably got some likes and then you get all these likes at once rather than like continuously checking your notifications and you can just you know, like all, you know, reply to all the comments, reply to all your messages at once. And then you do all what you need to do. And then you're out. And like, if your intention, if you don't have a business and you're just on social media for social media, do the same thing, like just set your timer. And that's all the time you have. I mean, there's even apps that can like block you out, um, which I've heard those are good too. So yeah. I mean, I think my whole thing is like, we, we have the willpower within ourselves and like, we don't need to use technology to block us out of technology, although it is helpful. And I think some people it's a good starting point, but then once Absolutely. you get used to not being on something, I think you can just implement it yourself. Yeah. Oh, I love that. Awesome. So we've already shared a ton of practices, <laughs> um, but what else would you like to add? We have a couple minutes before we're going to close. Yeah. So what do you think? Um, I'm trying to think if there's anything else that I really, oh, I leave my phone outside the bedroom at night. I charge my phone. Oh my, my gosh. Phone. You have an alarm clock. Oh yeah. Can you see it? No, okay. I can't, but oh, okay. I would yeah. love to get a normal alarm so, clock for this exact reason. So I love okay. that. So I actually use, uh, it's called a sad alarm clock, um, seasonal affective disorder. Um, so I, when I was in college, I discovered I had this and I think a lot of people do it's not like a big deal. It's just, I'm very affected by the light. And I was in, I went to school in Ithaca and we absolutely had, it was dark all the time and miserable. And then in the winter, as we know on the Northeast, at least the sun sets at like four 30 or four o'clock at like the earliest when it's really, really bad. Um, so we're going the other way now, which is awesome. Our daylight savings is March 8th. I'm like very aware. My friends always are like, you, you always know, like the first thing about summer, it's my favorite time of year. Um, but I invested in this. I mean, it wasn't that expensive, but, um, it's worth an investment. Um, it basically wakes me up slowly over the course of half an hour and it'll literally light up my entire room, like the sun. And I, most, most days I'll actually wake up before my alarm because the light will naturally wake me up. And the alarm, I mean, the version I have is very, um, like it makes this really obnoxiously loud sound. I think they've made better ones since, cause I got this like four or five years ago. They've made better ones that you can look into this. You know, plug in your own music or like wave sounds or whatever will wake you up. But honestly, like I used, yeah, I used to like wake up to my phone and you know have a music music playing it was really nice but I mean this changed my life and it was just it was so worth it why was that so transformative for you to not have your phone in your room and it was just I mean there besides like the research that actually shows that we shouldn't have our phones in a room because of the the wave the waves are still being sent out um 
it was, it was just that there is that pull that you will feel just by knowing that that device is there. It's like, okay, this thing is here. And like, just that, that when you see your phone, if your phone is next to you on your desk and you're trying to do work, like, you know, like you're, you'll want to reach for it. Um, so there's actually a thing called also like a cell phone sleeping bag you can get and put your phone in a little bag. And it says like, you know, cell phone sleeping bag or like good night phone or whatever it is, like different companies do that. Um, I love that. Bag B that I'm partnering with for my next event. So, uh, yeah, you can literally just put your, if you put your phone like under something or in something, or even in your bag, just to concentrate on productivity for short bursts of time. Cause you know, like, I'm not saying you have to sit at your, de- you're not going to sit at your desk for eight hours and be the most productive person ever. It's good to take breaks and like, whatever it is. And, you know, texting your friends, I think that's like a great way to just keep in communication. Um, but yeah, those are some little things that have helped me to be more productive and wake up feeling just more alive and not immediately going to my phone and just immediately feeling that kind of heaviness and that like icky feeling from being on social media, like first thing in the morning. Yeah. you know, spending, oh, like you're scrolling in bed for like 10 minutes and then you're like, and then you realize when you're rushing out the door that those, you needed those 10 minutes to actually get ready. Absolutely. Oh my gosh. Yes. Okay. I'm totally going to look into those alarms because that's something that's been in the back of my mind. I had an alarm clock and would put my phone elsewhere for a while and then I stopped doing it. Um, But I'm definitely going to look into that. It's incredible to me how much we talk about in 30 minutes. Like I'm always so amazed, but then there's so many other things that I'm like, wait, let's just keep talking. I have like 20 more questions that I think would be useful. (laughs) You have so much wisdom to share. Um, Okay. Well, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So where can people find you if they want to follow along? Yeah. So my website has a lot, a lot of information. It was recently redone. So I have a bunch of resources on that page as well. Um, so it's www.ttylnyc.com. Um, TTYL is the name of my business, but that was taken as a domain. That's also on Instagram. It's at TTYLNYC. And then on Facebook, just TTYL. Fantastic. Okay. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for being here with us. If you loved this episode, take a screenshot, post it to your IG story, and make sure to tag me. Also head down to the show notes and get access to my freebie library with tons of goodies to get you started in creating your life by design. Until next time, my love, now get out there and start intentionally creating your life by design.